as you know, the church begins the liturgical calendar from the time of Advent. And we celebrated and we prayed for the coming of the Lord. And Christmas came. It was a Christmas season. And also after Christmas, we celebrated the epiphany of our Lord, the uh, coming of the Magi, and also the baptism of our Lord. Now we are entering into the ordinary time. In this ordinary time, you see priests wearing green, and also the stall the deacons wear is also green. And this shows we are now in the ordinary time according to the liturgical calendar of the church. In this time, what we hear from the Gospels is all about what Jesus said and did in his public ministry. So today, St. John presents to us Jesus as a Lamb of God, Lamb of God. If you look at the whole book of Revelation, it is all about the Holy Mass, especially in the Eastern Church, the book of Revelation is uh, kind of the visible image of the holy sacrifice of the Mass. There are 22 chapters in the book of Revelation. From 1 to the 11th chapter is all about the scroll, the Biblion in the Greek, they call it. That is the, uh, the new covenant document, what we hear from the scriptures. And also the race from 11 to 22, it is all about the Eucharistic celebration. The candles, the vestments, the altar, the holy, holy, and the preface, behold the Lamb of God. It is all in that part from, the, from chapter 11 till the end. That is what we see. So the book of Revelation is, is all about the Holy Mass. If you look at chapter 5, where John had a vision there was a loud voice by one angel, and this angel was saying, who is worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals? That means there was a scroll with seven seals. So there was no one there who was worthy to break the seal and to open, to open it, and to open the scroll. And this time, John, was burst into tears. He wept because he couldn't be able to find someone who will be worthy. And he was approached by an elderly man and who came and said, no, stop weeping. Don't cry. There is a lion from the tribe of Judah who has conquered death. He will be worthy. He will come and he will open the scroll and break the seals. And John was very happy. He must have said, Hallelujah, because he was weeping. And now he found someone who is worthy. And as he was talking to these elders, he turned and he saw Jesus standing there, the Lamb of God. 
said, the lamb. I saw the lamb standing there because he came to break the scroll and to open its seals. What he saw was the lamb of God. And afterwards, many people will come join John the Baptist, John the evangelist, and everybody started worshiping and praying, saying, Worthy are you, O Lord, to open the scroll and open and break the seals. Everybody was so happy. And this Lamb of God is Jesus Christ. Now the question is, he is in heaven on the throne of his glory after the crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. Now he appears as the Lamb of God. And this is where we find the mystery. Still he is visible and he is seen as the Lamb of God. That means he continues to make himself as a sacrifice to each one of us that we celebrate every day in the church, in the Holy Eucharist. He is visibly present to us as a Lamb of God. So the Lamb of God is the holy sacrifice of the Lamb that we celebrate always, every day here in, this, in the church, throughout the world. So the Lamb of God is the other name of holy sacrifice. That's why I said in the beginning, if you look at the whole book of Revelation, it is all about the Holy Mass. And the Lamb of God was mentioned 20 times in the 22 chapters. So how much emphasis John has given to the Lamb of God. And also not only the book of Revelation. St. Paul, in his letter to the Corinthians, especially the, uh, the first letter, he talks all about the Holy Mass. And this is what I have received from the Lord, and then I will also deliver it to you. Jesus Christ, our Paschal Lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us continue the feast. And this feast is the Holy Eucharist. Remember, in those days, after, right after the ascension of our Lord, the disciples went all over the place teaching and preaching and also celebrating the Holy Eucharist. There was no Bible in those days composed like we have it today. So that means what they were doing was celebrating the Holy Eucharist. And this is exactly what St. Paul was reminding the people of Corinth about the celebration of the Holy Eucharist. On the night he was betrayed, he said, he, he took bread and blessed it, and also he took the cap, he blessed it, and he gave it. And he said, write this in memory of me, preach this in memory of me, no, do this in memory of me. Do this means celebrate the Holy Mass, the Holy Eucharist. And this is what we have. And the same also with other evangelists. What they were doing was celebrating the Holy Mass. So that's why for the Catholic Church, the Holy Mass is, is at the center of the spirituality of the church. Without Holy Mass, the church cannot exist. 
The church exists with the Holy Mass. And the Holy Mass for us is the source of all graces for each one of us because it is a time that we receive Jesus in his soul, divinity, and humanity. And the, the, the Holy Mass has a very special place in our hearts because for us, we ourselves are people of the new covenant. And this new covenant is the Holy Mass. And that Holy Mass is us because we are the body of Christ and we receive Christ. That is why we say, before we receive the Holy Communion, Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but say a word and my soul shall be healed. So that we are preparing ourselves to receive the Lord, to make ourselves holy, to receive the Lamb of God. So the Holy Mass has a very special place in our hearts. As St. John in his book of Revelation and also in the, uh, in the gospel has given a lot of emphasis for this one. So as we now remember always here celebrating the Holy Mass, we must remind ourselves to be very active and also always to be present and come and receive Holy Communion because what we're receiving is the Holy One, the Lamb of God, the blameless and blemished, which will help us stay strong in our relationship with him and also reminds us that we are the body of Christ. We are holy, we are righteous when we receive him. So let us ask the Lord in this Eucharistic celebration that we may always be strong in our prayer of faith, that we may always be consistent in attending the Holy Mass, attending by being very active and also receiving always his grace, which will help us enter into everlasting life. So when we attend the Holy Mass, we have to remind ourselves we are in heaven. It is here that we begin going to heaven. We are always in the midst of where heaven is when we celebrate the Holy Mass. So we don't have to die, not to go to heaven. To go to heaven, we have to only come to the Holy Mass. And there we find Jesus, the Lamb of God. So let us ask the Lord that he may always give us the grace and the blessing to be active and also to be strong in our prayer life and also to attend the Holy Mass all the time. Amen.